This is the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Find us over at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. I'm a country boy with the soft side. My heart wanders up north to the hillside. Now I've never made anyone quite as beautiful as you. I'm your host, Rudy Gets It. I'm here to inspire you to get out on the trail. You putting in two-mile hikes, five-mile hikes? Are you still on the couch? Come on, let's go on a backpacking trip. I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. All right, next on the Cascade Hiker Podcast, what's your name and where are you from? My name is Yitka Wynn, and I'm originally from Kansas, but currently living in Seattle via a lot of other places in between. Right on, Yitka. Thanks so much for coming on the Cascade Hiker Podcast tonight. Before we get into a proper introduction of you and your new book, Beer Hiking Colorado, I just want to assure Cascade Hiker Podcast listeners that the voice you are hearing is in fact not Rudy's and that Rudy has not retired or fled the country. Um, This is Disco from The Trail Show and Rudy asked me to interview our guest tonight because she wrote a book about beer and hiking in Colorado and that is more in my wheelhouse with what we're doing on The Trail Show Podcast than in Rudy's wheelhouse living in Washington State. So that's just a heads up to the listeners there as to why Rudy's not doing this interview. And thank you, Rudy, for um, so much for letting me be a guest interviewer. And thanks to you, Yeka, for coming on the show tonight. Um, Dan, now, did you say you, you're currently in Colorado? Uh, I currently live in Washington, actually. So this is a, a good <laughs> mix of, of different places. Yeah, I live in the Seattle area. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to get into to how, how it came about that someone that lives in the Seattle area authored a book about beer hiking Colorado. I did live in Colorado previously. So when I ah. first wrote this book, I was living in Colorado. But we can get into that some more. Okay. Okay. Maybe just a little bit of background about yourself and how you ended up at some point writing a book about beer hiking. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Kansas and spent most of our family vacations over in Colorado. We'd spend a lot of time in Rocky Mountain National Park and renting a cabin at the YMCA of the Rockies in Estes Park, um, doing a lot of hiking out there. And we'd usually come out and ski and snowboard a couple times in the winter. Um, so I spent a lot of time in Colorado in my childhood and most of my happiest family memories were from being in the woods with my parents out there. And, um, let's see. And then I moved originally to Seattle after college and lived there for several years and then had an opportunity, a job opportunity come up in Colorado as associate editor at trail runner magazine. Yeah. Which was kind of my dream job at the time. So it was really amazing opportunity and they're based in Carbondale, Colorado, which is out on the Western slope near Aspen is usually the next biggest place people have heard of if they're not familiar with Carbondale. Um, but it's a really neat, funky little mountain town of about, I think it was around 6,000 people when I lived there. I think it's grown a bit actually. It's just getting together with a friend this past weekend from Carbondale and she was like, yeah, I think we're up to about 8,000 people now. So it's grown a bit. Um, but anyway, so that was what initially brought me out to Colorado and I was in the Carbondale area for a few years and then moved to Telluride for a year and then spent another year after I moved around a lot in Colorado, then spent another year in a little town called Ridgeway, which is 
45 minutes from Telluride or so, so out in the San Juan still. Um, and it was when I was living in Ridgeway, actually, that the opportunity came up with this book project. Um, it's kind of a, a bit of a story to how I got involved with it, but basically kind of simultaneously that summer, um, Brandon Freilich and Rachel Wood, who live up in Washington State, were and have a blog called Beers at the Bottom. They've been interviewed previously on the on the podcast about their book, which is yes. Beer Hiking Pacific Northwest. Um, and they had had a beer hiking blog, Beers at the Bottom, for several years, and were working on a guidebook. And in I think doing their research about where to publish the guide or like potential publishers for the guidebook, they discovered that a similar concept had been published over in Switzerland. So there is a guidebook called Beer Hiking Switzerland. And um, they, so they contacted the publisher who's based over in Switzerland and were like, hey, we're kind of thinking we want to do a similar concept out here in the Pacific Northwest. And um, the publisher in Switzerland, Helvetique, was like, well, we would maybe actually love to be the publisher for that. That sounds like a perfect match. The Switzerland book had done well. And so um, that kind of got them thinking a bit more about, oh, maybe we should look into doing a few more of these similar themed guidebooks throughout the U.S. And so they were looked at Colorado as an obvious place because it's such a hotbed for craft beer and hiking, obviously. Um, and so we're looking for a writer. And I have a mutual friend, <laughs> or we had a mutual friend, I guess, the publisher and I. And so he had put the word out to his network like, hey, this publisher friend of mine is, is looking for a writer in Colorado to write a book about beer and hiking. And I raised my hand <laughs> and that's yeah. how I got involved with the project. So, Oh, that's really cool. Actually, um, we reviewed beer hiking Pacific Northwest, um, on, on the trail show podcast. So I'm familiar with kind of the format and the style of the book. And, yeah. and when I got a copy of beer hiking Colorado, it looked quite familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Quite familiar indeed. Yeah. So it was, it's actually kind of funny because we both, um, I met up with Brandon in Bellingham a number, a few months ago, I think. Um, and we hadn't met in person, but it was fun to chat because I think we were both actually doing the majority of our research and recon and actually doing all the hikes and recording GPS tracks and taking all of our photos in the same season in 2016. So we were both working on it simultaneously, but because the sort of impetus for, um, Helvetique getting involved in publishing some of these guides in the U.S. was through them. They were like, well, we're going to prioritize the Pacific Northwest guide first. So there was a little bit of a delay for mine because they were waiting until they got that one out the door. And then so mine just got published this year. But most of the work I did on it was was several years ago. So I got gotcha. you. It's neat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, having uh, being forced to do research and recon for a beer hiking book <laughs> must must have been just horrible. Yeah, what a chore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, it, we should tell folks that there's um, the book features 50 hikes that are paired with 50 breweries and 50 beers. Um, or is it the other way around? Or is it 50 beers that are paired with 50 hikes? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. I have, you know, I think it, some of them are the first where it was like there was a really amazing hike, and I was like, I got to find, you know, what's a cool brewery nearby, and I'll visit there and find a, a beer to feature with it. And sometimes I had a brewery in mind that I was like, I know this is in a mountain town and it's a great brewery, but I hadn't necessarily been to that town. So it was like doing some research to find a bike to pair with the, the brewery and beer. So, um, yeah, so a little bit of both. By the way, I, I used to live just over the hill from Carbondale and Crested Butte. 
Nice. Yeah, I know Carbondale quite well. And actually, um, used to frequent Orvis Hot Springs a good bit in Ridgeway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ridgeway's grown. It has. <laughs> There's a real downtown it's, now. Man, it's a really neat town. I loved living there. Yeah, it's very And I was cool. glad that I got to feature it in the book because I think for, like, obviously Silverton and Telluride and Uray and Crested Butte, for that matter, a lot of those towns get a lot of attention because they have ski areas or they have the sure. ice park or whatever. And I think Ridgeway is often people, it's like drive through town <laughs> on your way to the other towns um but it's such a neat place so i was i was glad that i got to feature the brewery there and yep. some of the little hiking trails that you can get to straight from the brewery so yeah and i gotta say i, I live in salida and the first thing mm-hmm. i did was i opened <laughs> the book and i immediately started looking for something in chafee county and of course you picked elevation brewery out of poncha springs which has amazing beer and yes. you, you paired it with um, the hike up Mount Chavano, which is one of the the great, you know, iconic 14er hikes. And I, I love that you paired, not only did you pair, you know, that's a, in, in and we, we'll get into the rating. You That hike was rated as very strenuous for good reason. But I like the yeah. fact that you paired it with the Apis 4, which is a very, High octane, high ABV, Belgian quad, and I think that's a—it's a strenuous beer. Yeah, <laughs> a strenuous beer after a strenuous hike. That's perfect. Yeah, uh, um, I'm actually, like, this it, is the pairing you want if you want to be in bed by 8 p.m. and just <laughs> dead tired at the end of, the, <laughs> of your day, yeah. knocked out. Like this is the pairing for you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and I love. Um, well, maybe we should just get into it. So for each of the the way the book's organized is kind of by like the, the closest city. So um, Poncha Springs is is kind of the, the heading on. I'm here on page 88 for those listeners that are following along with their copies of Beer Hiking Colorado in hand. Um, so you have a kind of a picture of the mountain and then it's got a starting point, which is the Bank Gulch Trailhead and destination, of course, is Mount Chavano. And then right out of the gate, it's got the beer it's paired with. And for hike type, it says very strenuous. Now, how did you guys come up with a rating scale for, I guess, the difficulty of the hike? Hmm, great question. It's it's pretty subjective based on my, my assessment of it. Um, and I think I tried to take a variety of factors into account um, in terms of how technical is the trail, how steep is the climb, how long is the trail? Although I will say a lot of the hikes that I featured in the book have, even though they may have like, this is a five mile hike. I tried to highlight a lot of opportunities for like, this connects to a longer trail system. Or if you want to extend your hike to be eight miles, or here's another destination you can get if you want to have a 12 mile day. So, um, a lot of the hikes I primarily chose like a shorter hike, but tried to call out if there was an opportunity to extend in some way or make it more challenging. Um, so anyway, I tried to take all those factors into account and, um, give it sort of a blanket rating so that people who are maybe approaching it more from like, well, I'm not really comfortable doing harder hikes. I want to find something easy or I'm going with my kids and I want it to be a doable hike or, um, could look, there's actually an index in the back where it categorizes the hikes by difficulty. And so then you have an opportunity to say, okay, this is the kind of hike I'm in the mood for today or based on my group and, and choose something 
starting from that way um, rather than getting uh, yeah. in over your head or <laughs> yeah, or that's like great. A really flat uh, hike when you're looking for something more vigorous. So yeah, I'm looking at the the index you just mentioned. So the difficulty rating goes from very very strenuous down to strenuous moderate, strenuous, moderate, easy, moderate, easy, and urban walk. So there's yeah. there's something in here for everybody. Yeah. And just out of curiosity, I think it, this should almost go without saying, but you want to do the hike before you go to the brewery, right? I mean, that's the order <laughs> I would recommend. Um, I will say the very first day that I went out to start this, um, the first, let's see, the first hike I did was in Buena Vista, and yeah. I got there, and just as I was arriving in town, it was in the afternoon, classic Colorado afternoon. Like, it just starts thunderstorming like crazy. There's wild lightning in the sky. And I was like, well, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to hike in this. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to visit the brewery first in this case because I was like, it's probably going to pass quickly, as afternoon thunderstorms often do in Colorado. Um, so there were, there were occasions on which I did it in other order, but I would generally recommend going for the hike first if possible. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a, that's a good recommendation. Otherwise you may never make it out of the brewery. Um, yeah. and I love the fact that true. your, your Buena Vista hike was on the broken boyfriend trail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wanted something that, yes, exactly. I wanted something you could do right out the door. I, for me, like, I think also because I was thinking at that point, um, a little bit about how the beer hiking Switzerland guide had been set up. And there was a little part of me that was like, Oh, it's kind of a, a bummer. Cause in Europe, there are so many opportunities to truly hike to be like, you can hike up a mountain and there'll be a little chateau <laughs> with a deck at the top of the mountain that yeah. you can enjoy a beer on. And I was like, we don't really have that <laughs> in many places here. Um, and so as much as possible, I wanted the hikes to be, in really close proximity to the brewery. So anytime there was an opportunity for a brewery that was located next to a trail system, um, I tried to create a loop out of that so that in theory you're not driving necessarily between them and can really truly hike to the beer. Yeah. Even if it's not at the top of a beautiful mountain. <laughs> totally. Yeah. We noticed the same thing in Germany. We went on a, on a pretty long day hike with a friend and you know, we, we'd be in the woods for an hour or two and then we'd, end up at a little beer garden and yeah. we'd have a, a big glass of beer and then we would continue the hike. Right. Uh, What's not to love about how that? Fun? <laughs> that is amazing. And I don't, I mean, I'm drawing a blank, but I can't really think of any like duplicate situation here in the United States. Yeah. I want to say there's probably a few places in Colorado that have like that on ski hills in the winter where sure. sometimes you can cross country ski into a some you know situation but in terms yeah. of um yeah summer hiking it's not not a ton so so yeah i went through also in the index is is a list of breweries i went through the breweries i've been to 12 i've had beer from 40 and that means i've got some work to do i still have 10 yeah more to, yeah I've, <laughs> I've got work to do and as far as the that's hikes pretty impressive go, for you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've been living in Colorado 15 years, so you know, I've had some time to drink some Colorado beer. Yeah. And I, and I will, um, just for the, uh, the, the sake of being completely, full disclosure, if you will, um, we did a couple of, we call them brew hikes, where we would pick a, a town, like we did one in, in Longmont, 
We did one in Boulder, Longmont, and Denver, but we'd essentially pick 10 to 12 breweries and mm-hmm. we would make a, um, a quote unquote hiking route from, <laughs> from one brewery to the next. And yeah, I knocked off a lot of those breweries, breweries in your book on those, you know, <laughs> those three brew hikes. <laughs> That's awesome. Taking the beer trail concept very literally. I like it. Yes. It can be dangerous though, especially when you start to get to that 10th, 11th or 12th brewery. Yeah. I did that one time in, uh, it's an early freelance writing assignment of mine with wineries in Oregon by bicycle. And that was where I learned the art of tasting wine and then spitting it back, back out. Oh, I was yeah. like, after about two of them, I was like, I'm not getting on a bicycle again. So <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. experience talking. <laughs> so to go back to the book. So, um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go back to that, that saying the Mount Shavano hike we were talking about. So after the difficulty of the hike, you've got, if there's any fees, if there's like any permits or fees that you need to do the hike in the best season to hike in, this one says July through September, which I would completely agree. Um, <laughs> map reference. This is kind of cool. You reference like which trails illustrated map to get for the hike and whether or not the hike is dog friendly. That's important. Yeah. yeah. This is good. Yeah. So I had a little bit of a format to follow from the bear hiking Switzerland guide. And, um, so I had, you know, some of those general fields like fees and duration and low point and high point. Um, and then I was like, can I add one for dog friendliness? Cause having lived in Colorado for a number of years, I feel like this is a high priority for a number of folks. I don't yes. personally own a dog. I am a cat person, but, uh, yeah, it was good. Good add to the book. I feel so. And then we've got duration six to eight hours and uh, length 8.6 miles. And this is the important part with this hike. So the, it's got mm-hmm. low point and high point, um, 97, 80 feet up to 14,229 feet for a, an elevation gain of 4,461 feet. This is why this hike is so strenuous. It's an yes, elevation I hog. Said, yeah, altitude. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then on the, the facing page, you've got the beer it's paired with. The Belgian Quad, which we mentioned from Elevation Brewing, um, it's got the ABV right there, 10%. It kind of describes the beer, reddish black, boozy, earthy, molasses, plums. Taste is plums, figs, honey, floral. It's got your IBUs, which are pretty low, 41, and then sweetness, which looks pretty high. And I would say most Belgian Quads are kind of sweet, so that makes sense. Yeah. By the way, I'm actually drinking... Um, a beer from Elevation Brewing right now as we speak. It's not the Apis 4. I know, I know. <laughs> I, you know, they're so close. It's in all the stores around here, and it's cheap. It's the I'm drinking the Pilsner tonight, which does not compare to the Apis 4. But yeah. <laughs> nice. You take what you. Can. Yeah, you talk. Was it? Did you interview them recently at Elevation? Yeah, like actually. The, yeah. Um, on the trail show, we we had one of the co-owners of Elevation on the show um, just to kind of talk about, you know, how the brewery started and also the fact that it's, you know, we're Poncha Springs and Salida. We're kind of considered Continental Divide Trail and Colorado Trail trail towns. And mm-hmm. a lot of long distance hikers end up stopping at at the local breweries and a friend of mine who hiked the CDT a couple of years ago stopped at 24 breweries on his through hike. And he said elevation was the best one out of all of them. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of cool to interview the co-owner of elevation and be able to tell him all that. 
That's awesome. I, I mean, I would second, I went to a lot of great breweries and they're definitely one that sticks out in your mind because they really have a neat approach and I think are very bold in their, in what they're willing to try out in their brewery and their different brews. And, um, yeah, they're a neat one. What other breweries, uh, really stand out that you featured mm. in this book? Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me, this is a good question. Um, let's see. I really loved broken compass in Breckenridge. Um, yeah. Was a really neat one specifically i really love their coconut porter it was probably one of my favorite beers from the whole time that i was doing my research um but yeah they're they're a really neat one um i'm actually bummed because i was thinking about this beforehand and looking up obviously so one of the risks right of writing a book is things change yeah. and uh, <laughs> breweries can go and so between the time that i had sort of originally written the first draft of the manuscript in 2016. And then this year when they were like, Oh, we're finally, Mm. we're going to publish it. And so it went through a proofreading process and fact checking to make sure that things were still up to date. And I think there were of the original 50 I had chosen, there were two that had gone out of business in those three years. And so figuring out ways to write around that and reduce some sections. Um, anyway, and just this week I saw that one of my other favorite breweries, which was Wildwoods Brewery, which is featured in the book. And I just heard that they are closing down after seven years and I'm so bummed because they're, they were really a neat one. And I thought really fit the theme of the book. They're in Boulder. We're in Boulder. Um, and we're a neat one because they're very outdoors focused and just like everything was wood and you feel like you're in the woods when you're at the brewery. And so sad to see that. Um, Let's see. I liked, gosh, Steamboat was a really neat town. I hadn't actually been to Steamboat Springs until I was working on this project. Um, and they just, they have a bunch of a variety of breweries and the two that I wound up featuring, uh, in the book are both great. So it was Butcher Knife Brewing and, uh, what was the other one there? Storm, Storm Peak. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh gosh, I could go on and on. There's there's so many neat. If you had to pick a favorite beer out of the 50 Mm. that are listed, Mm -hmm. can you pick one? I I can pick two. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. No, honestly, the, uh, the coconut porter at, at broken compass is probably my favorite of the darker beers. Um, and going into this project, I was definitely like a dark beer gal, love porters and stouts. Um, but in the process of working on it, I really fell in love with IPAs, which I hadn't quite come around to beforehand, (laughs) but I was like, obviously I can't write a beer hiking book without (laughs) giving some props to some great IPAs. Um, so I really developed a taste for that. And probably my, my favorite one of those that I encountered was, uh, in Denver at Cerebral Brewing. Yes. Uh, they had one on tap. I mean, they've got like multiple IPAs. Many great beers there, but uh, they had one on tap at the time called Rare Trait that I really enjoyed. It's pretty juicy flavor and um, yeah, really refreshing. Yeah, Cerebral is an excellent brewery. It's one of the the twelve I've, I've spent some time in. And going nice. back real quick to Wildwoods, we actually started our Boulder brew hike at Wildwoods, and oh man, yeah, we too were sad to hear that they were closing doors, but. That's, you know, there's, there's been some turnover lately. I mean, even Boulder, mm-hmm. Boulder beer company, which I think is Colorado's oldest microbrewery just closed its tap room this week. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Things are changing. Yeah. Yitka. Things are changing. Yeah. 
They are. I will say it's also, it's like, there's also so many opening all the time. And I like one terrific brewery that I discovered when I was working on this was, um, new terrain brewing company in golden. Oh yeah. I've been there a few times. Yeah. So it was funny because I had like already sort of plotted out, you know, my time to visit. And so I was heading out. I did a lot of the hikes elsewhere in the state for like in the elsewhere. I didn't specify what I mean by that. Saved front range for last because I was living out in Southwest Colorado. So it was easy for me to do like a lot of day trips out to things that were within driving distance. And then at some point I was like, I'm just going to go spend a chunk of time out on the front range and explore a lot more of the, the breweries out there. And so anyway, the week that I had planned to, to spend in Golden, I was staying with a friend um, and I think I'd already picked, I can't even remember now. I picked out another couple breweries that I was going to visit. And then he was like, Oh, by the way, there's actually this new brewery that's opening up this week, like right at the foot of North table mountain and yeah. near his house. And I was like, Oh, that'll be perfect. And it was fabulous. And I'm happy to see that it looks like they're doing well and their beer was fantastic. So it was just, that was a perfect one to slot in unexpectedly. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So I guess on the flip side of this coin, can you pick a favorite hike? that's listed in the book. Mm. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. So many of them. Um, let me, I know I should have looked, I should have thought about this beforehand. Um, <laughs> I really love the San Juans. Oh, of course. So it's probably going to be something out there. I think living down the road from Ure, I really like the, uh, twin peaks hike that okay. I included from there. Cause I love a good, butt kicker of a hike. I love steep stuff. I love getting up high. Um, and it's just, it's a neat one that you can do right from town. You can literally see the top of the mountain. I mean, you can see the brewery, like if you know what you're looking for from, from the top and vice versa. And, um, you get, there's some scrambly little bits. It's not super crowded cause it's just a pretty burly, burly hike. And there's so many trails out, out of the town that it's like people get spread out if they do go all the way out there to hike. Um, yeah, that would be a pretty neat one. I really, really loved actually Crested Butte was stunning. The hike sure. that I did there, which I'm even trying to remember. It's like what, um, the name of it officially oh, was, but I remember so many. Was it East Maroon Pass? I went to, that seems right. This is like, I've got to dig back in my <laughs> brain for it. But I know the wildflowers were incredible at the time. Some of that was time of year, probably, that I Oh, yeah, it was. I, went, um, but. I just pulled it up. Crested Butte's on page 80. It's Judd Falls, Copper Lake, or East Maroon Pass. It's all yes, accessible, right. yeah, from the one, the Copper Creek Trailhead. So you can kind yeah. of do a, a short hike just to Judd Falls. You can go all the way up to East Maroon Pass, which is a good bit further. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like, I liked that one also because it's like in one hike, it can sort of offer something for everyone, depending on what you're in the mood for and how far you want to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really neat one. And you featured Irwin Brewing Company. It's interesting. I haven't lived in Crested Butte since 2009. So Irwin Brewing Company came after I lived there and I've been back a number of times. I just haven't gotten to this brewery, but now that I have a beer recommendation, I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. That was one that was also a, a late add to the manuscript because it, um, was uh, opened up, I think it, yeah. And in 2016, 2017. So for Gunnison, you featured, let's see the, the stout from high Alpine brewing. I believe that is. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep. their beer is so good. 
Yeah, that's a that's a super fun brewery as well. It really is. Oh my gosh. And the Ridgeline Trail, which is a local favorite, that's a very good pairing. <laughs> oh good. I'm yeah. glad you approve. It's really it means a lot to me. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. It's like it's kind of going a little bit like going back through memory lane for me. Um, but there's yeah. also hikes in here I haven't done, so it's it's a good mix. Yeah. Oh nice. Well good. Yeah. I really hope that you know, the book inspires even people who've lived in Colorado for a long time. And, and I mean, you could, you can spend a lifetime exploring the state and still probably not see it all. But I think just getting to work on this project really inspired me to explore parts of the state that I hadn't been to before. And obviously I wanted to include a broad geographic diversity of, of places and different types of trails. And, um, so it sort of got me out of my you know, normal, like I'd spent a lot of time in San Juans and I'd done a lot like up around Estes park. Yeah. Um, and a lot around Carbondale area, but there's still so much more to explore. And, um, like one of the really neat discoveries that came about while I was working on the book was I was talking to someone and this was like, I'd, I'd sort of planned out most of the hikes that I wanted to include. Um, and then someone was like, Oh, well, have you ever been to Crestone? And are you planning to include oh, that? And yeah. I was like, I haven't even heard of Crestone. Like, and they were like, you gotta go. Cause they just got this new brewery a couple years ago and it's a really funky town and there's beautiful hiking there. And it, ha that hadn't even been on my radar screen. And like, if you were to ask me if I had a favorite like beer and hike combo, like that would probably be one of the ones that comes to mind as really kind of the most amazing of all worlds. Um, so it's a South central Colorado town. And if you've never listeners, who've never been to it. Um, it's really kind of like an art, artsy community, spiritual center. There's lots of ashrams and meditation centers and Zen vibes there. Um, it's very unusual. It's really tiny. I think the population's maybe 150 or something. Um, but they have a brewery that opened up several years ago and they, it's a nano brewery. So it's really, really small batch brews. Um, they do a lot of like fermented teas. Also <laughs> they serve yak burgers that are from Tibetan yaks at a yak farm down the road. I mean, it's all just super local stuff. And then just a few miles into the back of town, like you hike into wilderness areas and sportiners and lakes and waterfalls. And I mean, it's just a stunning, stunning place. Yeah. And Crestone's like right out our back door here in Salida. It's, yeah, I'm sure you're familiar with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we go down there a lot in the summer because if you want to do any hiking in the Sangres um, from that side of the, the crest, Crestone is a really good access point. And there's no flat ground in the Sangres, which you'll you'll learn. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but the, the hike you recommended to Willow Lake is phenomenal. All all the yeah. lakes back there are just incredible, but they you have to you know you you have to earn it. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it and like you said, it is a funky town, and you know it's I feel like it's it's one of those towns in Colorado that a lot of people in Colorado have never ever been to, and some of them have never never even heard of. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is, <laughs> but it's kind yeah. of it's hard to get to. It's in the middle of nowhere, and it's pretty small place. Another one that's like that is, um, Pagosa Springs that I feel like is just, it doesn't kind of get the attention and love that a lot of other towns in Colorado do. 
Um, but it's a, have you ever been there? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, it, it too is a CDT trail town. So yeah, when I hiked the CDT, I stopped in and soaked in the hot springs. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And I recently learned they have three breweries, which blows my mind because Pagosa is not a big town. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I mean, Colorado people love their beer. I mean. Oh, it's so true. Hey, where is the best place for folks to get this book if they want to? Mm, that's a great question. Um, so I'm, so I'm a little biased cause I work for REI. REI does carry it in our Colorado stores. Oh. Um, cool. and, but I will say, I mean, it's available as I'm told most anywhere books are sold. So Barnes and Noble carries it. You can buy it online directly from Velo press, which stepped in as a, like us based co-publisher for this book along with Helvetique, which is in Switzerland. Um, and so you can buy it directly from Velo press from their website. It's on Amazon. Um, and most independent bookstores from what I understand are carrying it in Colorado. Very good. And just yeah. out of curiosity, are you on the social media anywhere people could <laughs> could check out your stuff? I am. Yeah, Instagram's probably the primary thing I use. So my Instagram handle is just my full name. It's Yitkawin, Y I T K A W I N N. Excellent. All right. Before I let you go, is there anything else about beer hike in Colorado that you want to get out there that I haven't asked you about tonight? Oh man. Um no, other than I will say like as a writer, sometimes you write things and people read them, but you don't always know that because how often when we read something, do we reach out to the person who wrote it to say anything? So sometimes it feels a little bit like writing into a void. So I'm very excited to get people's feedback on it. I love to hear story. You know, I have a few friends obviously gotten the book already or gifted it for Christmas to someone. And it's been neat to get feedback from people that, um, I mean, obviously, it's not exactly hiking season in Colorado at the moment, um, although a few of the hikes are doable year round or I specify they're doable with snowshoes and whatnot. But um, but yeah, I would just I'd love to hear from anyone that goes out and visits breweries or tries out the hikes and has feedback, positive or negative. But I love hearing from people who read things and get something out of it, hopefully. So, um, yeah. Very cool. All right, folks, the book is Beer Hiking Colorado. The author is Yika Wynn. Yika, thanks so much for coming on the Cascade Hiker podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate taking the time. It's a pleasure to get to chat with you. So thank you. All right, that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at patreon.com slash Cascade Hiker podcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, Rudy at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at in underscore Cascade Hiking. And I'm Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at ReverbNation.com slash Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat. You were fine like wine in the sunshine. I could feel you coming on strong Could never be wrong, could never be wrong See her laying down in the tall grass Playing mandolin in a white dress So come running when I hear that song It could never be wrong, it could never be wrong Where you wanna run, maybe I'll run too I would leave this world for a beautiful girl If I could just find you